Well, welcome to our first ever episode of Great Conversations for as Long as It Takes. I like that, yeah. That's exactly what we're going to do right here. No clock, no timer. <laughs> what we're doing is we're going to have an extended conversation now with our friends Rick and Abby Smith, starring Noah, about specifically Down Syndrome Day and Down Syndrome as a topic. Now, I mentioned in the Real Truth Real Quick episode that you guys have a little blog called Noah's Dad. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that and... Then we'll dive into just some things we want to make sure we say about the topic of Down syndrome. Yeah, since I'm Noah's dad, I'll speak to that. Uh, you know, when Noah was born, um, it was a total surprise to us. And we went on the internet searching for videos, wanting to know what our life would be like having a child uh, with Down syndrome. I didn't have any context of what that was like. And so um, went online, saw some blogs, a lot of really great blogs out there. But we said, man, I'd really love to see kind of a window into what life is like raising a child with Down syndrome. So we just took our iPhones, did a minute a day and called it Noah's Minute in the beginning and just said, hey, I'm just gonna show a minute every day of Noah's life and just give people a window into what we, uh, what our family's like raising a child with Down syndrome. And the hope was to give other parents who are in that same situation, uh, take away some of that fear and anxiety. Let's talk about fear and anxiety for a second because the very first time we had any fear or anxiety related to the birth of Noah, was actually at the moment of birth because Abby, I'll ask you this question. I mentioned amniocentesis in in the real truth, real quick. We did. You all did not have that test. It didn't matter to us. We were going to accept our child, and so yeah, he was a surprise that he was hanging out with Down syndrome in my womb the whole time. As he is, I imagine, for many parents around yeah. the world. And and I, I talk about fear and anxiety because when Noah was born, you didn't have fear and anxiety, but the medical staff around you did. What were some of the very first words you heard? There wasn't a lot of talking in the, because we I did have a C-section, but it was very silent, which is abnormal when you're in a birthing area. There's usually a lot of congratulations and yays, and there was not a lot of that going on. And then, um, you know, it was okay that night, but then the next morning when our doctor came in, um, her first words was, I'm sorry. And, you know, that was kind of a, a shock to us. And <laughs> um, But, yeah, there was it was definitely a mix of, it became more positive, but a lot of the beginning was more negative and mourning. And, and the I'm sorry yeah, was sorry. what? She was, I think, I'm sorry that I missed it, that you didn't know about this beforehand, and, you know, I'm sorry that your child has this. And yeah, she went home, and she said, yeah, I went home last night, and, you know, the, the OBGYN delivered Noah, and then she left. She didn't even talk to us that night. She, mm -hmm. she took off. And then she came back and said, oh, hey, I went home last night looking over everything, trying to see if I missed something. You know, and, and, and she was worried and anxious. So are you done having children? Are you never going to have another child? Is that? Um, we're done. You know, we got, we got <laughs> Abby, one. Abby is pregnant. <laughs> and so, uh, obviously, we're not done, and we're thrilled to not be done. And once again, you mentioned to me a little bit earlier, this time more than even you can remember before, everyone said, well, now you going to get an amniocentesis. Now you're going to get that prenatal test. Yeah, and so we did not test with this one at all either, and... Again, it doesn't. It wouldn't have changed our mind about anything, and yeah. a lot of people want to be prepared. They will use that as the reason that they're getting tested. Is they want to be prepared for anything, and that's a fine decision for people. I understand that anxiety, but for us, it was just more of a: we will take another Noah, or we will take whatever God decides yeah. to give to us. And um, there's all sorts of surprises that could lie in, in store for any child, and so. Um, we will take whatever we get. I'd love to hear from both of you guys on this. I would love for, to hear what you would say to people that have just heard the news and maybe in the womb that they're going to have a, a child like Noah or um, 
that uh, that just had one that was born. They saw it for the very first time. They're holding it. They're filled with maybe anxiety and uncertainty. What would be your message to them? You know, I, I think a couple things is, is, you know, people often say that God doesn't give you more than you can handle. That's completely unbiblical. He <laughs> does give you more than you can handle so you can cling to him. And yeah. so when Noah was born, you know, I remember the night before Noah was born, we sat down for a Mexican dinner and I said, you know, we prayed and I said, God, thank you for letting me have a normal kid. All the, the, the you know, sonograms that we had were normal. And then, and then the next day, here's Noah. And, you know, I think the night before Noah was born, I would have never thought, you know, how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? And when Noah was born, I mean, we just rolled with it from day one and said, hey, I know God is on the throne. Mm-hmm. He's sovereign. And he gave us Noah uh, because Noah has a purpose, and, and we, wanna, um, we want Noah to glorify God with his life. And so I would tell mm-hmm. any parent that, um, you know, God wants to use their kid to do great work for him. And, so, and he has. Noah has probably reached more people at his age than any other child I know of, maybe in history. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's been pretty amazing. It's how, how God's used you, Noah, to show uh, how, how great life can be when you live in response to everything in life with that grounding that your dad just talked about. How about you, Abby? What would you say? I would want to tell them to congratulations, first of all, because they don't hear that a lot at the beginning. Um, and I, I do get a chance to interact with new moms, and it's just kind of a privilege to be able to encourage them. And you do go through a mourning process because it is a different than what you were expecting, and you kind of mourn this mm. creation that you had made in your head of what your child was going to be like. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's okay to cry, and it's okay to you know, mourn that loss. And you're going to be emotional, but it's going to get better, and each day is going to get better, and um, your child's going to bring you more joy than you ever thought possible. Any child that you have will, will do that mm. for you, and um, and so just congratulations on your baby, and yes. love them, and they will love you more than you thought possible, and it's just a great experience. And well, that is, a, I love that, because what both of you guys said, every child yeah. that we have, parents go through a mourning process, that yeah. eventually that child doesn't do exactly what they want and one of and the faster you as a parent can know that you're a steward you know you're not here to shape that child into what you want them to be mm-hmm. you're here to help them be what god created them to be yeah. and to love them and enjoy them and to shepherd them and uh it is yeah. it is a gift one last thing i want to talk about what's amazing is 90 percent of parents that have a chance to share life with a noah never do because they fall sway to pressures and suggestions that say this life doesn't matter. And so just speak to that. Nine out of 10 babies like Noah never make it out of their mother's womb. Yeah, every time you see one Noah, there's nine Noahs you don't see, Todd, because they were murdered, they were aborted. And um, when we found that statistic out, um, I think a lot of that is OBGYNs that break that news to a family. One, they're afraid of being sued, I think. And two, um, they've never experienced a Noah. So they're telling someone what a situation mm-hmm. is like, and they don't even have that situation. So what we want to do is say, hey, this is a great story, and we want to invite you into our story and, and know that God has a plan and that all life is valuable. Every child from the moment of conception is a child created in the image of God and worthy of life, and, and that child deserves to be born. Yeah. How about you, Abby? Anything on that? Yeah, it is just, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, I think, when um, a doctor finds out a diagnosis that could be terminal or life-threatening for the baby that's in a womb. and. Um, they think about the suffering that that child's going to entail outside of the womb, and we just don't know. And, um, you know, to make a decision to terminate a life because of a possibility just doesn't seem right to me because you're just not letting God work in that. Um, And so 
you know, give your the life that's inside you a chance to see what God can do with it. And even if that child lasts, mm-hmm. you know, is only able to breathe three breaths, God can use that. And um, so just be willing to trust him and know that he is taking care of your baby, whatever that might be. Well, anybody who's watching this who's never been to noahsdad.com or doesn't have the resource that Rick and Abby and Noah have created, I couldn't encourage you more to go there, check that out, track with it, refer friends to it. I love what they do here in Dallas. They've told their OBGYNs and other friends, hey, if you ever get a family with that diagnosis, give them our number. We'd love to tell them what might be ahead. We'd love to encourage them and let them know. I really, Abby, appreciate what you said about, hey, there is some natural mourning. Whenever you realize that some of our expectations, that happens in our marriage, mm-hmm. uh, on our own lives. And, and what we say, Todd, we, we say, hey, you, you've got, we, we had to mourn the loss of our imaginary child, this child that we created in our head. And, you know, God says, hey, don't, be, don't plan your future. You know, you, you don't do that. And so we made the mistake of saying, hey, we invented this kid. Here's what it's going to look like. We're going to go to college. And God's going, hey, that kid never existed. And, um, you know, and so one other thing I want to add is that oftentimes we get asked, hey, so you guys are having a second child. You know, wow, you know, did you guys get testing? What if you get another Noah? And even our, our current doctor said, hey, you have a 99% chance of everything turning out okay and a 1% chance of Down syndrome. And I said, hey, listen, we have a 100% chance of everything being okay. No matter what happens, it's okay because God is in control. So. That's a great perspective. I hope you've enjoyed this real conversation for as long as it takes. <laughs> and uh, enjoy the 10 minutes, and uh, we'll join you again. But check out Noah's Dad. Bye.